the newest pool for curious kids and adults. I'm your host, Lila Shivshanka Prickett, and as ever, I'm joined by the big story explainer and the sound effects finder, otherwise known as my mama. And we're joined by the cat. <laughs> hello, hello, I'm Lindy Prickett, and joining us is Treasure. This week on Newsy Paloozy, a huge dust storm is swirling across Europe from the Sahara Desert, making it hard for people to breathe in parts of Spain. We'll tell you why it's happening. Hear the tale of one of Ukraine's most heroic soldiers, who also happens to be a mother of 12, as we give you the latest on the war. Speaking of superheroes, you won't believe how long two young brothers survived being lost in the Amazon rainforest. Ever heard of a sunshine tunnel? Well, that's what we like to call the underwater cable, taking solar energy from Morocco to the UK. And finally, guess what adorable creature has just got a special escort to cross the road in Singapore? Well, you'll just have to listen to the end to find out. But first, it's time for... The Big News Story! of the week. Have you seen the pictures from Spain recently? Yeah, it looks like Armageddon. Ooh, look at you with those big fancy words. Mm -hmm. Yes, it kind of does look like the end of the world. Or it looks like a bad winter's day here in Delhi. (laughs) Yes, only it's not pollution that's causing that peachy yellow-orange haze. It's good old-fashioned dust. Oh, we have that here, too, when the desert loo blows in. (laughs) Yes, the loo being those strong, dry, and dusty windstorms which come off the desert in the height of summer. Not a toilet, in case you were wondering. (laughs) (laughs) No, not that kind of loo, indeed. Well, this is even bigger than the loos in India and Pakistan. Don't laugh, you know what we mean. This is a huge dust storm swirling over Europe from the Sahara Desert, making it hard to breathe in large parts of Spain. (coughs) Uh Uh-oh. And it's going so far up north, it's making extra cleaning work for people as far away as Paris and London. Again, something we know well here in India, where if you don't mop your floors every day, the bottom of your feet gets filthy. I should know. Well, the Sahara isn't far from Spain, which sits just above North Africa. Every year, a large dust cloud rises from the Sahara Desert, though it usually heads west across the Atlantic. But sometimes a layer of dust breaks away and heads north to Spain. So let's cut across to our trusty Spanish correspondents, Nina and Marquis Granana in Barcelona, for more on this annual phenomenon. Thanks, you guys. We gotta say, it sure is dusty out over here. Luckily, in our part of Spain, it's not super bad. The skies aren't hazy orange like in other parts of the country, like in Madrid. In Madrid, they're warning people to keep their doors and windows closed and not to go outside unless you're wearing a mask. Our grandma says she's not feeling well because it's hard to breathe the desert dust. Though this year, it's bad, but it's not uncommon. In fact, there's even a special word for when there's dust in the air, Kalima. The Kalima dust storm is so large you can see it from space. One scientist said it was like a river of dust. And guess what? These dust storms are likely to get worse thanks to the climate change. In Barcelona, I'm Nina Granjena and Marky Granjena for Newsy Palooza.
Thanks a lot, you guys. I had no idea you get these dust storms, too. Yes, and like we said, this year it's so bad it's spreading further, creeping up through France and the UK, with some saying it might go as far north as Denmark. That's a lot of dust cloths and mops needed then. <laughs> yep. And now let's turn our attention to the bigger news story in Europe, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. It's been a bad week for the millions of Ukrainians being bombarded by the Russian troops. Sadly, yes, you might have heard this week that theaters, schools, and shopping centers have been hit. Hang on, isn't everything closed? Well, yes, but these places are being used as shelters for people to take cover in. But they're being bombed? Many have been, yes. Oof. Of course, it will be weeks, if not months, before the extent of the damage and number of lives lost is really known. But there are dozens of stories of heroism, sacrifice, and generosity. Like the Wonder Woman story. Yes, that was something. Olga Semedyanova, the 48-year-old combat doctor, who's also a mother of 12 children, six of whom she adopted. Big heart. Mm-hmm. She reportedly continued to battle Russian forces, even though most of her unit had been killed, and she herself was fatally wounded. And the peace talks? Well, there's been at least six rounds now and no solid ceasefire. That means when both sides put their weapons down. And stop firing. Yes. Never mind foreign troops going home. But the fact that they are continuing to talk indicates that both sides still see hope of peace. And Ukraine's President Zelensky described the talks as beginning to sound more realistic. Well, that's something. True. Now let's move on from Ukraine, but stay with the heroic theme, shall we? I'm always up for a bit of hero talk. Well, wait till you hear this one. So it's come to our attention that there are often stories of great heroism and bravery. Or just smart under pressure. Or keeping calm under pressure. Either way, we've got a new segment. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's a superhero story! So, Leela, how long do you think you'd survive lost in the Amazon rainforest? What? A week, maybe? You kidding? A day, two max. The fright of snakes and creepy reptiles would kill me if the real ones didn't. Never mind foraging for food, knowing what's safe to eat and what's not. <laughs> well, two young boys were lost for four weeks in the Amazon. What? And when I say young, I'm talking about an eight and six-year-old. Oh, whoa, they must have been so scared. Talk about keeping you cool. Well, luckily for them, they're part of Brazil's indigenous community. You do know what indigenous means, right? Yeah, like the native people, the people who originally occupied the land. Right, originating naturally in a particular place. That means these boys have grown up in the rainforest. I don't think city kids would have been able to survive a month in the jungle. Still, four weeks is a long time without your parents in the outdoors. That's true. So here's a story. Glauco and Glycen Faria were trying to catch small birds on the edge of the jungle when they got lost. Hundreds of friends and family spent weeks looking for them. But it's the rainy season in the Amazon, which makes walking and moving in the jungle even more difficult than usual. Finally, four weeks later, a local tree cutter 
just happened to stumble across them. The brothers are being treated in hospital for malnourishment, but they are expected to make a full recovery. Thank goodness! What's that? I'll tell you what, that's the halftime bell, which means it's time to hear what's making news around the rest of the world. Hold on tight, it's Around, around the, the World, world in 80, 80 Seconds. seconds. Hold tight! Temperatures at the top and bottom of the world are setting records. As both Arctic and Antarctica, polar regions are in the midst of a heat wave. Even though they're triggered by global weather patterns, they've taken scientists by surprise. Facebook's in trouble down under as Australia sues the media giant over scam ads impersonating famous people pretending they support a product when they don't. What's worse is Facebook is said to have done nothing to stop the ads that deliberately target more susceptible or gullible users, meaning folks who aren't likely to question things. Remember, question everything. Bad news for summer travels, as airline giant Delta warns increases in the price of oil might mean higher ticket prices. How much? Possibly 10% more expensive. Scientists name a new dinosaur species from the early Jurassic period that was discovered in southwestern China. Yukisaurus kopchiki was nearly 6 to 10 feet or 2 to 3 meters long with scary spikes all over its body. And finally, a dream come true for some in Sri Lanka, where they've had to cancel exams for millions of students after the island nation ran out of printing paper. It's time to talk power. Oh, more on the Russian-Ukraine story? Actually, no. A little bit of this, in fact. It's time for... Technology News. Technology News. So when you say power, you mean energy. Indeed. The UK wants cleaner, renewable energy. In fact, it wants to be less dependent on big countries like Russia. So they want solar energy. Right, except... There's not a lot of sunshine in Britain. <laughs> exactly. So they're going to go to a country that has it, like Morocco in northern Africa. What? That's like 2,000 miles away. 2,300 to be exact in this case, or 3,800 kilometers. Jeez, but how? Subsea cables. Eh. <laughs> well, sub is a prefix that means under, so I'm talking about underwater cables. Sunshine underwater? Wild. <laughs> yes, in a way. Well, power from the sun to be exact, but I like the idea of sunshine underwater. For more on this, let's go to our tech and environment correspondent in England, Jackson Hosking. Take it away, Jackson. Thanks, you guys. This venture is called Xlinks. It's from the guy who used to run Tesco. That's a massive supermarket chain here in the UK. So, if anyone knows how to move goods from one part of the world to the other, it's probably Dave Lewis. But, sunshine underwater, I hear you ask. Well, let's pack up. As you said, Morocco, in the north of Africa, has a lot of sunshine. Even on the shortest winter days, it's sunny for around 10 hours there, compared to the UK's measly 7 hours of sunshine. Yes, it gets dark here at 4pm in the winters. That's before I leave school. 
But in Morocco, there's more than enough sunlight. And wind too. That sweeps across its vast desert. So that energy, two thirds solar and one third wind energy, will be captured at local power plants, stored in massive batteries, and eventually sent to us here in the UK. How? Well, miles and miles of bulky sea cables will wind their way from Morocco to under the shallow waters of Spain, then Portugal and France to finally arrive here in the UK. Pretty cool, huh? Or maybe I should say pretty sizzling. A whopping 7 million UK homes will benefit from this subsea cable. Only it will be five years before it's finally completed. And that's only the first cable. The other three are slated to launch in 2029. It's just shocking how long these massive projects take to build, isn't it? In the south of England, I'm Jackson Hosking, reporting for Newsy Paloozy. Thanks, Jackson! And finally, let's see what the lucky knit machine has for us this week. Right. Step right up, step right up. Have a go at the lucky dip machine. The lucky dip machine. What's it going to be today, eh? An oddball, no doubt. An oddball, no doubt. Well, you won't believe what adorable creatures got special police escorts to cross the road in Singapore. Um, squirrels? Nah, they're so fast, they don't need help. <laughs> oh, okay, the fancy pooches and pusses of the crazy rich. No. Those kind of creatures only walk on red carpets and cat walks, Mama. <laughs> Good one. I'll give you a clue. They're semi-aquatic mammals, and they're incredibly cute. Huh? Uh, badgers? Mink. I'm pretty sure there are no badgers and mink in tropical Singapore, but they kind of look like mink, come to think about it. Well, a seal mixed with mink, really. Oh, otters! Yes! And did you know the smooth-coated otter population in the Asian city-state has nearly doubled in the last four years? Okay, there are only 150 in total. But Singapore is a small, densely-packed island. And when I say densely-packed, I mean with people. So how does the group of otters cross the road? Is this a joke? Nope. Okay, how does a group of otters, otherwise known as a bevy, family, or romp, by the way, cross the road? With a police escort, of course. No joke. But I'm bummed. In Singapore, anyway, a video of which is still going viral, of course. Of course. And yes, we will put a link to that in our transcript. But it's not all adorable escorts for these carnivorous creatures. Though they mostly coexist peacefully with humans, they have been known to scale walls, steal fish from ornamental ponds, have territorial gang fights, and even attack the occasional human. Uh-oh. Yeah, I guess the ottery think how adorable otters are. Get it? <laughs> nice one, girly. Who says only dads get to tell the bad jokes? <laughs> yeah, I want it. <laughs> Time to wrap up the podcast with the, the top, top five, five facts heard today. today. Fab fact number one. Dust from the Sahara Desert is turning Spain's skies orange and making it hard for people to breathe. Though it's particularly bad this year, it's a familiar phenomenon called what? 
Kalima. Fab fact number two. Pakistan have smaller desert dust storms too, which can happen in the summer. What are they called? The loo. Fab fact number three. Two young indigenous boys were lost in the Amazon rainforest before being rescued. What does indigenous mean? Originating naturally in a particular place. In other words, Being native to a place. Fab fact number four. An underground tunnel will transport solar energy from power plants in Morocco to the UK, which only gets a measly seven hours of sunshine in the winter. While North Africa gets how many hours of sunshine in the winter? Ten. Fab fact number five. Otters get a special police escort to cross a busy street in Singapore. What is a group of otters called? A bevy, family, or romp? And that brings us to the end of this episode of Newsy Paloozy. If you enjoyed this dip in the whirlpool of news and information, then do subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Alexa, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, give us a good rating, or better still, leave us a review. And don't forget to check out our website. That's newsypalooza.com. P-O-O-L-O-O-Z-I.com. See you next week in the happy, splashy, giant Newsy Palooza.